Hello and welcome to God's Gym, the podcast where we consider how we can reach our full potential as human beings, physically, mentally and spiritually. Jesus said he had come that we may have life in abundance. And we ask, what is abundant life and how can we live it? I am Mark, an army chaplain, and with me is Paul, an army scripture reader. And today we're talking about setting up a home gym. In the Bible, it says, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. So let's begin there. You are amazing, but You know, a little maintenance doesn't do anyone any harm, does it? So actively training our bodies throughout our lives can help with so many aspects of life. To name a few, relieving stress, improving cardiovascular circulation, improving sleep patterns, better endurance for every area of life and so on and so on. But let me paint a scenario for you. Imagine you wake up or you get home from a long day in the office or school or wherever you spend your day. You grab your bag with your gym kit, you jump in the car, you hit the rush hour traffic, you arrive at the gym. 30 minutes later or so, you get changed, you walk into the gym, the running machines are full, the weights are all in the wrong place. You finally get into your groove. Two hours later, you get back into your car, sweaty, scary, drive home, some food, ready for the next day. What a mess. Now, how about breaking free of the rat race, embracing your primitive side and considering a home gym. Mark, you've painted what I know to be a true picture of belonging to a gym, but here's some other reminders. What about the cost of gym membership? It can be pretty expensive. Or what about sharing changing rooms with others? Think of the smells. Think of the visuals of the damp tiles lying around. And here's another one. What about the discarded plasters clogging up the shower drains? And of course, athletes' food. Now, why go through all of that? when you can embrace a home gym of your own making. And of course, the last several months, due to the lockdown, the question has arisen, what do we do now that the gyms have closed? And the emergence of the home gym has not only been great for support through the pandemic, but also just convenient. It is incredibly convenient. And and the most basic home gym is actually your own body, isn't it? You know, walking is incredibly helpful to us. Running, push-ups, burpees, pull-ups, sit-ups, you know, a lot of positive up movement. But actually being able to lift your own body weight repeatedly is the most basic and most important fitness level that any of us need. Indeed, Mark. Uh, Body weight exercises are great. They cost you nothing but sweat and loads of pain. And of course, they're handy to pack up and put away. Well, it is your body after all. But if you want to go further and challenge yourself a little bit harder, then why not invest in some gym equipment? I mean, some of it can be put away in a cupboard afterwards and not take up much space at all. But the results can be so amazing. And gym equipment doesn't have to be expensive. I mean, think about push-up bars. We all know about press-ups. Well, get a couple of bars, put them on the ground, and that will give you a good wrist position. Uh, Of course, invest in a little chin-up bar or or a pull-up bar, which is great because... Again, you can store that away into a cupboard or even get yourself a couple of shopping bags, put some heavy stuff in it, and there you have your own weights for for doing some squatting or even getting a heavy bag itself. That's great for deadlifting. Get yourself a skipping rope. But here's another one, Mark. What about getting some rubber training bands or, as we know, resistant bands? And I must share with you, a couple of years ago, I was holidaying in France and I took some of these resistant bands with me and, you know, doing all the body weight exercises with them, that really did the job. 
I can see that. Absolutely. I, I love slam balls. Slam balls are things you, you throw at the ground, you throw at the wall, and they're just like, it's just a big dead weight and great for getting rid of frustration. Of course, you know, if you have a little bit of money, you can get some proper weights, some kettlebells, maybe a folding bench. And if you have the space, maybe stations, a stationary bike, a treadmill, something like that. And of course, if money's no limit, then you can probably get better equipment than your local gym. I mean, for a home setup, your options are effectively limitless. I mean, how about even a skipping rope? Now, that may sound kind of silly to those that haven't used a skipping rope since primary school, but believe you me, it is a killer conditioning and coordination device that can be used for both long and short duration intervals. And of course, uh, didn't Rocky Bilbao use one to good effect? So, Paul, if it's good enough for Rocky, why are we not all skipping? Mark, during my days of boxing, I can remember our boxing coach introducing us to what he called speed skipping. And if you want to see the weight fall off you, go ahead, start skipping. But listen, be prepared for a lot of sweat and a lung-busting experience. Absolutely. So I think that the main point is this. You know, as part of our podcast, we want people to reach their full potential. So go for a walk, lift some weights. And as you do so, you see your life improve. You, you don't have to pay for a gym subscription or invest in high quality gear if you really don't want to. Yeah, and we are without excuse when it comes to training routines and even setting up a home gym. There are endless free ideas and loads of encouragement on YouTube. And setting up a home gym doesn't have to be done overnight, but gradually add items to your gym as and when your pocket and motivation allows. Yeah, but let, let's say one thing about purchasing gym equipment, though. How many people rush out and buy fitness equipment and then it ends up sitting in the garage collecting dust? You know, it's a bit like gym memberships, isn't it? Lots of unused gym memberships around, lots of unused rowing machines or stationary bikes rusting away in people's lofts. So I think the secret is don't be impulsive. Don't waste your hard-earned cash. You know, remember, God calls us to be good stewards of everything we have. You know, Mark, know your budget and be sensible. I don't know about you, but I have seen some weird devices being sold on TV advertisements and they're promising all kinds of success. I remember the one where uh, you set yourself into a vibration belt in one of these vibration machines and you attach it to yourself and supposedly it just shakes the fat off. Now, look... Do a bit of research. Be careful with your well-earned cash. And here's another little bit of advice. If you buy cheap, you may end up buying twice. Look, get the best quality stuff you can afford because it will last you longer. And think long-term. What is the ideal setup for you? How large or small can it be? Look, get what you need, but also what fits in with your overall plan. And also be careful because if something is too cheap, then it may not last or worse, it may fail when you're using it and injure you. So, you know, those cheap rubber training bands may snap at the wrong moment and boy, is that going to hurt. Mark, here's an interesting fact that I just discovered recently that according to a survey of those who live in America by a, an organization called My Protein, they actually suggest that an average American spends around $150 a month on health and fitness. Now, not just on gym membership, but on supplements, on clothing, on personal trainers. Now, if you have a home gym, you can actually save in all these things. No gym membership fee. You wear whatever clothes you want to, or none. You don't need supplements because you've real food in the fridge. Stock it up with tuna, chicken and porridge. And who needs a personal trainer when you've got YouTube? And think of all the fuel you use to drive you to the gym. So 
hold on to the money you save, reinvest in new equipment for your own personal gym. It's true, isn't it? So, you know, it can be very seductive. We, we see those people lifting those massive weights on those massive racks. And we know we don't have the space, the money, or perhaps even the courage to create such a setup. But that's okay, because I think you can do at least 90% of the stuff you need to at home. And then if you need to, go to a full gym for the extra stuff. But really, I think home gyms are the way to go, aren't they? And the suggestion we, we would make is this, start with the essentials. Set yourself a goal, you know, work at it three, four times a week for three, four months. And once you've achieved that goal, reward yourself with a new bit of equipment. And at that point, you know you're going to use the equipment you've already got. And therefore, you're more likely to continue attaining your goals, you know, and you can maybe just reward yourself each time that you reach those goals. Indeed, Mark, and your home workouts, they don't have to be complicated. Decide what your goal is. Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to build muscle? Do you want to tone up? And then what you can do is you can create your own program or choose from the many thousands that are available online. Some people train their full body three times a week. Others target upper body one day, lower body the next. And others have set days aside for certain muscle groups, chest one day, legs the next, and then arms and, and so on. But here, the home gym is only as good and beneficial as the motivation you bring to your exercises. It is, it is. And, uh, you know, we all have those times, don't we, where we don't want to do anything demanding or or worse than that, we try something, we struggle, and then we give up. And, and again, I mentioned those row machines or bikes sat in the corner of people's houses gathering dust because, you know, the person on TV looked ripped and toned, but we just end up sweaty and in pain. And listen, results take time. The body grows in stages. Yeah, and be purposeful about these things. You know, measure yourself, um, not too often, but measure yourself, write it down, whether it's your weight or the, the circumference of your stomach or, or whatever that is. Or what some people do is take a photograph of themselves before they begin a program and then maybe once a month take another photograph and see the difference. And I think that's kind of encouraging, but it's that long-term picture, isn't it? You know, persevering with a routine and then you begin to see the results. Mark, I'm sure you know this, but training will not always be a bar to laugh. Sometimes our expectations are that we'll always have a steady upward curve in our progress. But when that appears to stop or decline, you know what happens? We become disappointed. We become disillusioned, discouraged. And our attitude that was so strong at the beginning becomes weary, full of doubt, and boredom sets in. And what happens? Down we go like a, like a lead balloon. But here's the thing, Mark. When we hit those sticking points, we should just press on. Give our workouts plenty of time to work. Uh, of course, the time may come when change is needed or a boost along the way reignites your motivation. But here's the truth. Don't give up. Absolutely. So one of the challenges I have, uh, if I'm honest, is eating. Uh, I enjoy eating. I enjoy food. And of course, when I go for a long run or a great workout, naturally, I'm more hungry afterwards because my body's looking to replace the fuel that it's just used. Mark, there are plenty of fitness food guides out there to advise and instruct you. But in layman's terms, good nutrition is like good training. Keep it simple, learn the basics and practice them consistently. And here's one simple rule. The most important ingredient in your body is plain water. So let's keep hydrated. Absolutely. And you've got to know what you want to do, what you want to accomplish. Have a have a plan. Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to tone? Is it about building strength? And, and if that's the case, then count your calories, work out what you're eating and be purposeful with your food. Don't just eat without thinking. And here's the thing. Weight alone is not a great measure of fitness. An athlete may weigh more than someone who is tied to a desk all day because muscle has great 
Mass. Let your clothes be your guide. Count the notches on your belt as you pull it tighter. And like with so much of life, as I say, have a plan and be patient, persevere. And then you begin to see the results as you look back, don't you? So it's a bit like I like to think of it as looking after your future self. So give you an example. If I stay up late tonight just watching trash TV, who am I thinking of? Well, obviously, you're thinking of yourself. I am. I'm thinking of my present self. My future self, the one tomorrow morning, is going to be tired, grumpy, have no energy for the day. But if instead I aim to get a good night's sleep, I go before I go to bed, I lay out my clothes for the morning, I get my porridge ready in the bowl, I fill the kettle with my, uh, you know, ready for my morning coffee. Who am I thinking of at that point? Well, without a shadow of a doubt, you're thinking of your future self. Exactly. So my, my present self is making sacrifices that my future self will appreciate. And I think that's true of so many things, isn't it? A bit of preparation and planning and patience and my life begins to take shape. And let's not forget perseverance. Absolutely. Pre preparation, planning, patience, and perseverance. Oh, and push-ups. And push-ups. You got it. You got it. So let's talk a little bit about spiritual fitness, you know, because it, it is all connected, isn't it? Oh, uh, absolutely. And physical fitness, it helps us in every other area of life. We breathe better, we have more energy, we sleep better, and of course, we serve God better in every way. And that's important, isn't it? Seeing life in the whole, physically, mentally, and spiritually, is the, is the key to achieving our full potential. The Apostle John writes in his third letter, he says, Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as it goes well with your soul. Mark, that's a good place to finish. Enjoy good health, even as it goes well with your soul. And let's not forget the words of Isaiah the prophet, where he says, He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Brilliant words and so true. There, There is, as with all our topics, so much more we could say about this particular topic. If you are listening and want to let us know what you think, then do get in contact either through Twitter or Instagram or now our brand new website, godsgym.co.uk. And on the new website, you can read the transcript of this talk. You can mark our spelling. You can leave comments anytime you like, but please be gentle. And over time, we'll be adding more content and our aim will as always, to be helpful and encouraging. Your comments are always welcome. And if there are topics or issues you'd like us to address, then we're open to suggestions. So from myself and Paul, until next time, thank you for listening. And remember, you are capable of so much. God tells us so. So keep striving to reach your full potential as he has made you. Music